0: podcast where some of us are sometimes relocated this is brent
1: i'm jonathan and i'm Peyton.
0: so this time i am in south carolina right now instead of my normal setup in philadelphia so if you hear an echo it's because i'm in a very large room with minimal furniture and the sound quality may be affected it'll be better next episode i promise but you know what that doesn't even matter because we got we got something special planned for you later on in
2: the episode what are y'all drinking Peyton, go ahead, Jaython. What are you drinking?
1: Uh, I'm actually uh, drinking Shimei tonight. So
2: Shimei? what's what's Shimei?
1: Really? Slumil slumazol. It's uh, a. I can't think of the word right now because I'm I'm a few in. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it has to be brewed by some kind of special people to be considered a certain Trappist thing. Let's okay, just well, fucking read about it. Google. You know what? We'll
2: just put it. put we'll Put it in the, <laughs> put it in the show notes.
1: Yeah. Whatever. There we go.
2: Well, I'm... I have my typical standby. Sorry, Brent. Oh,
0: yep, yeah, no, go ahead.
2: I'm drinking vodka tonight. The uh, Buckeye um, beer. Yep, which... bukai, bukai vodka, vodka. Buckeye vodka, okay. The... I still have a giant bottle of this. I have to remind Yano to give me some oh more of I'm going to run out of this eventually. I'll have to take a picture and put it up on the Twitter.
1: Yeah, if you guys are interested in drinking, I guess go to Payton's house.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Party at Payton's. Yeah. <laughs> Party at Payton's. Woohoo! I am about three glasses in of frozen mojitos <laughs> because it's vacation, <laughs> and that's how you do on vacation. So this might be the first episode in a long while where I'm actually drunk for the thing. But thankfully, for, you don't for have the to. thing.
2: Oh my god! Drunk for the thing. You, you guys know what I mean. Come
0: on, I'm I'm yeah, I'm totally talking like the kids. Um, you know, that's <laughs> so what the kids say. The thing. It's it's. It's <laughs> I,
2: I, don't I don't think, think any say that. kids are saying I don't think they I'm say drunk that. for the thing. Yeah. No, no, no,
0: they just refer to the thing as like a, a wildly say ambiguous like, pronoun.
2: No. Nope. They might say like, drunk isl for thing is
0: No, 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 that's like 10 years ago. That's what's when like, I was a kid.
2: <laughs> 10 years ago was when you were a kid? Well, I was,
0: I was 20, <laughs> so that wasn't really so much a kid, but like,
2: that was before oh I knew God. what
0: I was doing, you know. Right, but, he's, uh, he's
2: cut what, off. What hotel room are you what kind of hotel are you staying in
0: oh we we rented like a, a resort house kind of a thing
2: a resort house oh, okay all right I spent I, uh, five years in extended stays so I was gonna tell you tips and tricks about extended stays if you if you had a question but you stay in a resort house so yeah I, I, I guess it'd be like a timeshare it would be the closest okay. thing
0: yeah but it's not cool. really a timeshare it's, it's just a straight up rental property but yeah it's it's nice it's, it's a cool. huge house it's huge. Nice. Yeah.
2: That's what she said.
0: Talk about wow. So we we have a lot of news and our special um I guess our special feature tonight is the we have the audio from our little segment at Hope. Now it was we had a block scheduled for an hour and <laughs> Jathan yeah. was up all fucking night getting drunk and I was up all night the night before working on like what we wanted to talk about so we were both like we both didn't get to bed until really late and we didn't wake up until like 20 minutes into our (laughs) segment and poor beaches shout out to beaches by the way
1: yeah if you're listening you're an awesome dude i was glad to meet you and thanks for being cool (laughs)
0: yeah beaches was, was like five times like he called me texted me he's like Yo, where are you
1: guys? <laughs> Finally, I think the thing that actually woke me up was literally an email from him, of all things.
2: An email?
1: Yeah, I don't know what it was. Huh. My phone vibrates a little bit different for an email versus other things. I think the email is longer. vibrates, huh? And it, really? on well, the bedside table, you know. the email just, like, was enough to wake me up and snap me out of it.
0: That's weird. Like, yeah, for me it was, like, the third call that he made. <laughs> 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 Sorry again, beaches. Um, but we got to speak with Devi and Olam and and Johnny Christmas, and that was a blast. So we'll um, pop that into the episode later. But for now, let's let's just go right to uh, Peyton with the news. What do you think, Peyton? Oh, well, wait, that, wait real quick. You
1: you didn't really mention what we talked
0: about.
2: They're gonna hear
0: it in like fifteen minutes, dude. All right, all right. It doesn't matter. Okay, it's go it's going in the show notes anyway. It's, it's a like secret. What? Shh. It's not a secret because it's it gonna be now... in the show notes. They're gonna hear in fifteen Shh. minutes i hate you all (laughs) so much
1: dude just get with the thing
0: you ready i'm gonna fucking punch you in the face go payton
2: okay payton with the news okay we have first bit of news the ada which is the what is the ada american dental association in this regard says it may have inadvertently mailed malware-laced USB thumb drives to thousands of dental offices <laughs> nationwide. Literally, now, no this versus. is a fantastic, fantastic job. Good, good job, guys. We're, gonna, we're just going to say good job and move on. That's ahead. not that's even our just, baddie. That's, just, yeah. that's not even our baddie. That's, that's <laughs> terrible. Keep going. I love this. So let's see now. There's a new FFS rowhammer attack, which can hijack Linux VMs. Researchers from the, um, I have no idea. Yeah, how good luck. <laughs> V-R-I-J-E University in the, in the Netherlands have revealed a new version of the infamous Rohammer attack that is effective at compromising Linux VMs, which are, of course, often used for cloud hosting services. It's evolved across the years, was successful against DDR3, but it was also proved last year that it's effective against DDR4. They demoed the Rohammer attacks via JavaScript. Great. So that's out. And okay. the next bit of news is that DDR4 memory has been shown to be vulnerable to Rohammer. I just covered that. Mm-hmm. There is a cloud hacking <laughs> trick, and I say hacking with quotes, that allows undetectable changes to VM memory. <laughs> this is also a Rohammer <laughs> thing, because it's the same university. What, are some on what the fuck? I just realized in the show notes, instead
1: of writing Rohammer, <laughs> I wrote Warhammer. Yeah, we saw that.
2: <laughs> yeah, we saw that. Oh, man. Ugh. So then, let's see. So there's there's three articles there about Rohammer. They all look to be the same, roughly. Um, Oh, my gosh. Good job, Jathan. You suck. False connect vulnerability affects software from Apple, Microsoft, Oracle, and more. A researcher named Jerry Decime, Decime? I don't know how to say his name, has revealed details about a security vulnerability that allows an attacker to gain a man-in-the-middle position and intercept HTTPS traffic thanks to flaws in the implementation of proxy authentication procedures in various products. So, this is, uh, this is a flaw in how applications from several vendors respond to HTTP Connect requests via HTTP 1.0 407 proxy authentication required responses. So, I don't know if there is an update on this. Let's see, it looks like multiple Linux distros, Cisco, Google, HP, IBM, Juniper, Mozilla, Nokia, OpenBSD, SAP, Sony, and others are vulnerable to this, or may be affected. So there's that. Then there's a Linux bug that leaves USA Today and other top sites vulnerable to serious hijacking attacks. It's an off-path attack, which means hackers can be anywhere with no man in the middle needed. It's got a lovely picture of of Neo holding up his hand and blocking bullets with some terminal. It looks like it's um, packet loss stats. Wow, that's a great... Wow, that's fantastic. Oh, 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 it has you are hijacked in the code. That's great. Good job, Technica. (laughs) I feel very... good. Okay, so anyway, computer scientists have discovered a serious internet vulnerability that allows attackers to terminate connections between virtually any two parties... And if the connections aren't encrypted, inject malicious code or content into the party's communications. So we've got a link to that. That's
0: great. I would like to quick interject there. That sure. is, I believe, fixed in kernel four point seven. Okay. It is stable in Arch now. And the fix is probably backported to your distro as long as it's before the end of life. So make sure you patch yeah. that, yeah. Get it's, the patching. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, in the next bit of news, this one, when I read this, I saw this, I could not help but laugh. And I laughed and laughed and laughed. Windows 10 Secure Golden Key Boot. It's a backdoor, which Microsoft put into Secure Boot because they decided not to let the user turn off on certain devices. <laughs> Allows for Secure Boot to be disabled everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Also... I think we need to get a link for this. Also, Microsoft leaked their keys for secure secure boot. <laughs> intentionally? Uh, I don't. No, J-Thon, No, they did not do that intentionally. What Just part of theory. the
0: word "leaked" don't you understand, Python?
2: I it might it leaked or they they lost or or we need to find a we need to find the link for that. I'll we'll get the link for that in there, but. I, That's not something, yeah, that's not something you, that's not something you want.
0: Anybody in their sensible mind would do intentionally.
2: No. no. For anyone running a POS, flaw in Samsung Pay lets hackers wirelessly skim credit cards. The tokens are used to make purchases can be easily stolen and used in other hardware to make fraudulent transactions. So there's another one there. As a security researcher who wasn't, Salvador Mendoza is his name.
1: It's almost like that. He
2: presented it at Black Hat Talk in Las Vegas. It's terrible. In other news, a sheriff decided that he was going to raid the house of an anonymous blogger who called him corrupt. There was a watchdog blog, which these are the sites that say, hey, so-and-so is doing this. It's malicious or whatever. Repeatedly linked this this uh, sheriff and other local officials to corruption and fraud. The sheriff of Terrebonne Parish in Louisiana on Tuesday sent six deputies to raid a police officer's home to seize computers and other other electronic devices. So this was actually uh, reported August 4th. So that's that Tuesday. The officer in question was Wayne Anderson. He works for the police department of Huma, H-O-U-M-A. The county seat of Terrebonne Parish, and he formerly worked as a Terrebonne sheriff's deputy. Uh, Sheriff Jerry Larpenter's deputies submitted affidavits alleging criminal defamation against the anonymous author of the Exposed Dat blog, and they used they used that information to obtain a search warrant. That's ridiculous to me. Like, yeah, that's that's completely against that, uh, freedom of speech.
0: And that kind of hits home too, because that's like right. I lived in Louisiana for three years and New Orleans for two of it, and. That's, um, on one point, I'm not really surprised by that, but at the same point, it's like, why? Why? Oh, and to clarify, uh, Louisiana calls their counties parishes because they're under Napoleonic law and all that. So if you're confused by that, don't worry. It makes no sense.
2: It, it makes zero sense. <laughs> I remember growing up in Texas, we had our, all our school books had parish under the county. <laughs> and I was always like, why is the parish in here? What's a parish? And I asked my teacher that one time. She's like, oh, that's for that's for Louisiana. We don't talk about Louisiana. Like, oh, <laughs>
0: okay, <all right." laughs> Sums up the relationship between Texas and Louisiana perfectly. P-
2: pretty much. Pretty much. So FireEye is planning layoffs, and they've cut their outlook as sales of its security services weaken. According to FireEye CEO Kevin Mandia, changes in the threat environment have resulted in lower sales of its security subscriptions and products. They're planning on laying off up to 400 employees. Mm. That's terrible. Cisco patches extra bacon zero-day exploit leaked by NSA hackers. So a group of hackers stole and published Mm. a set of NSA cyber weapons earlier this week. The multi-billion dollar tech firm Cisco is now updating its software to counter two potent leaked exploits that attack and take over crucial security software used to protect corporate and government networks. So... Another good job, guys. And
0: Peyton Payton, Payton has more on that later, but yeah, that's
1: <laughs> my fucking God. idiots. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah yep. But thanks, thanks for that. That was <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even believe it. Like, the, I guess it just you know what? No, we'll we'll get into that discussion when we talk about yeah. the baddies. Yeah, we'll, but...
2: we'll get that in here in a minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now, as you all know, because we said it at least probably five times on the show and multiple times on Twitter, j and I went to Hope. Had a blast. You guys suck. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was
2: drunk Peyton. for more than half of
1: it.
0: Peyton was immensely jealous. But, you know, then again, he had a kid. So, like, it's... He,
1: he got one. <laughs> I, I said,
2: said he that. had.
0: No, you said got. I definitely said had.
2: He said had. All right.
0: We have it on Maybe recording. if you were
2: paying attention, Jaython, you would have known what he said. Oh, I'm Yeah, paying attention.
0: It's we oh, have it recorded. So,
2: Sickbird, <laughs> boom,
0: <laughs> boom, roasted. Boom goes the dynamite, and boom goes the dynamite. We had a pretty good time. The I feel like the vendors was a little bit weak this year, but we still got to like chum around with the Radio Sounder group, and we got a uh, a little segment going on. It originally started as a sort of red versus blue discussion. I guess beaches had planned it to be some sort of like a competition it sounded
1: like a fucking death match in his or
0: like or like a debate at the very least but you know like i think both sides of us went in really kind of agreeing with the concept of purple team quote-unquote you know where where you really need both you need the offensive and the defensive to work together and both of us hold that opinion so it, it was a lot less sort of on the attack and much more conciliatory i guess is what you yeah. Can
1: say? Yeah, and you know, listening to the audio, and I think I even said this when we walked out. Mm. Johnny kind of carried the conversation a lot, and I think that had we had the full hour, we might have had more to actually say. So, well, well I think
0: it. we, I think we said plenty, really. Yeah, uh, well, I
1: think we get the point across certainly that yeah, you, know, you, you shouldn't you just need said, to we'd... say a lot. Yeah.
0: It, it matters what you say.
1: So we'll it's go right romantic. into that.
0: <laughs> what? That's not uh, romantic. That's just a matter of a of fact, kind of. No, thing.
1: I'm calling you a romantic. You know, I you know, don't have that's... to wine and dine the girls. You just say three words, but they're the exactly right <laughs> words. No, what?
2: What? I, what? I, I think Jaython is. What? What are you high on? I think Jaython is. What just... are you smoking, Jaython? Because <laughs> you need to share it with the whole class. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is. Well, without further ado. I'm just going to ignore j and we're we're going to go right into the recording from that session.
2: All right.
0: So speaking
3: of synthetic marijuana...
2: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> here, no, no.
0: Sit
1: here.
3: But did you say you had some last night? Well, I had a did lot Did you announce that on the air? A lot of- um, no, 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 I didn't have any. So I think the draw of synthetic marijuana is that, uh, I think it's legal. Really? I think you can just go to a head shop and purchase some. Can anybody verify that? Corroborate my claims? I know we. (laughs) This will loop back to my initial quandary, though is
4: like cannabis, while quote, I'm making air quotes, illegal, is it like really illegal? Because it's not like illegal, illegal. (laughs) Um, it, I mean. Because everyone, let's look, we're looking, you're on the radio, you can't see. Everyone around this table is white. So, (laughs) cannabis, pretty, pretty not illegal for us. I'm sorry. Sorry, people of color. That that was going to be my interjection. Law enforcement fucks you in the ass on that one. to be
1: fair, I'm from Colorado. (laughs) Yeah. So literally uh, illegal.
4: I was going to say, like, until
3: we stop imprisoning people uh, for mere possession of it.
4: Yeah. Super unjust, but, like, my privilege is very well defined. I'm very aware of it. So what
3: you're saying is please start arresting white people. That's your solution? (laughs) Is that... (laughs)
4: You know, actually, enough people get arrested for something dumb. That's kind of what changes shit.
1: And, and the good news is we don't have enough people in jail yet, so you're really helping the problem. Right. <laughs> of course. You know, it's I actually
4: no
0: no no, I actually don't smoke despite what you would look what you would think I'm at me, but
3: you know that what like as you came in and I said that that was what was going through my head. I'm like this I bet this dude's totally straight edge and I'm sitting here like <laughs> no, I, look at this stoned ass motherfucker.
0: I drank. I probably look stoned. <laughs> We it's the dreads. It's
3: just it is, a. It is. It's a stereotype that you're gonna have to <laughs> yeah. roll with. No, I know. Um, I actually have it for
0: like <laughs> religious reasons, which is the most ironic part of it. But um, is yeah. it? I
3: feel like I know a lot of uh, marijuana smokers who are super religious. No, I'm
0: not Rastafari. Though. It's a. It's a. <laughs>
1: Christianity.
0: You don't know <laughs> no, your own no, religion? No, is this a, no, no. It's no. a very <laughs>
1: deeply held conviction.
3: Obviously. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's oh a, my dad told me once
0: <laughs> No, there's a there's a, a specific value take where you don't cut or comb your hair. It's Christianity, but it's it's like a Oh sure, personal, it's yeah, yeah, one of those things, yeah. Yeah. Um anyways, so we we literally just woke up about ten minutes ago. Oh, is that where you were? Because
3: we were like, oh classic blue team taking twenty-five minutes to find me. You <laughs> That's our show, folks. You'll <laughs> <will> never get <laughs> well a better thing. Well, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. You know
0: what? I'm just going to. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's done. <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to spend 70 hours writing this report up <laughs> for Very the true. four minutes it took me to own you. So who do we have here from both sides of the table? Like, um,
0: so I'm, I'm Brent. Mm-hmm. I go by square root.
1: And I'm Jonathan. I go by Jathan on uh, Freenode and such.
0: Yeah, I'm with Foxy
3: Proxy. Oh, on the internet?
1: Yeah, I'm employed by CU, but we're both hosts of
3: uh, Sys admin Trivia. Are you, uh, did you say you're with Foxy Proxy? That's I neat. I did not know they had paid employees. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well, we have like services too, so I don't do it. Oh, yeah? Okay. I mean, but yeah. We run a podcast specifically for system administrators and system engineers and things like
3: that. Okay. I right know. Yeah. Do you want to g- give a plug for where to find that? Getfoxyproxy.org. Okay. No,
1: I think he was talking about the no, podcast. No, the, the podcast. <laughs> oh, the podcast. Yeah, the say podcast. something you about you sure actually here.
3: Are you positive you don't smoke?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Mike, my, <laughs> <excuse, laughs>
3: my excuse is that I literally left here uh,
0: less than 6 hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were here, like, all night.
3: I think I might. And you guys left a horrible mess. Like, it Beaches came me. in this morning. Like, Cory Doctorow was coming in to do an interview, and Beaches comes in and just starts, like, arm-loading stuff off the table. <laughs> There's just beer cans and wine bottles. <laughs> like, who brought wine? Is I, I, I don't wine? know what happened. There's that whiskey there? That's, that whiskey. is
1: apple whiskey. Yeah, I don't like it, for the record.
3: Because it's uh, not
4: Laird's. Laird's brothers from Jersey represent. That is where you get your Apple whiskey. I don't know who the hell this is.
3: <laughs> do you? Do you guys have Twitter handles? Yes. Yeah. Do, uh, do you
1: tweet? Uh, I'm J R Demasi. J R D E M A S I.
0: I believe I'm at Brent but the podcast is. Oh, by the way, Trivia.com. It's SysAdmin and then is Trivia, but it's it's a. Ah uh-huh. uh,
3: Yeah. Let's see what you did there. Hey, spell it again. You're J R D D E M A S I. There you are. The podcast is...
0: Hi, Mom. We're already following each other,
3: actually. At S... Well, this is, I'm doing it from the Radio Statler account here. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to write it down,
0: because I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. But <laughs> just trying at, to plug you, man.
3: At,
0: well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm so out of it. Say
3: the that. letters in the order that they appear in your handle.
0: Okay. S-Y-S-A-D-M underscore Yeah. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I can't believe I had to write that down. But that's that's funny. <laughs> this is going bad for us already. Okay.
1: Yeah, tw- Twitter doesn't let you have admin in your name, as it turns out. But we had already oh, picked the name. Weird.
0: Yeah. Or even in, like, the display name. So we have to use, like, a- an ad symbol. Okay.
3: Um, so... Do we have a moderator for this? Has anybody? No. I, okay. I thought I, but
0: he, just, he just skipped out. I feel so. what
3: happened is we all got stuffed in a room and we're told go. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. moderator. It's a red tea, blue tea. The moderator is a scoping document. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go. I'm gonna read the SOW on the air. It's only uh, 104 pages, so <laughs> and we'll on, uh, real quick. on this side of the table, we, have, we obviously have oh, yes. Johnny Christmas. Yeah, hi, Johnny Christmas. I don't think I've announced myself all morning. <laughs> People have been like, there's some asshole in the air there today. It's Johnny Christmas. How you guys doing? And then sharing the side of the table with me is uh, Deviant Alam.
4: Yes, indeed. Who, so.
3: What was your first hope, Deviant? Oof,
4: H2K. All
3: right, same here. Yeah. You're one of the few that shares that seniority with me. Right on. I've yeah. been, like, as, ev- as every next hope happens, or more hopes happen, because there wasn't mm-hmm. one next hope, uh, <laughs> I get more and more enjoyment out of, like, asking people, when's your first hope? And they're like, oh, hope nine, or the last hope. And I'm like, man, I've been coming 16 <laughs> years to this. Yeah. Nonsense. It
4: blows you, because every other year, so when you think, you're like, oh, that was, uh, what was that, like, three hopes ago? You're like, yeah, that was six effing years ago, if that's the case, like.
3: Yeah. yeah and I loved the every other year and that was so cool because mm-hmm. like two years is enough for someone's life to change and so when you and back yeah. in the day social media was not anywhere near as big as it was now so like you just wouldn't talk to people for two years and then you'd come across them in Hope again mm-hmm. and like their kid is two years old now and like when mm-hmm. you last saw them they had no kid Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Well, what is this what?
0: <laughs> yeah last, last Hope was my first
4: well. mm, wow but now Johnny are you also a single digit Def Conner Yes, uh,
3: DEFCON 8 was my Ooh, first yeah. one. Oh yeah,
4: teaming up, like, yeah. bro-fist on
3: that. Yeah. <laughs> Why 8? Or was that also your first yeah. DEFCON? Yeah, oh, yeah. shit, man. And oh, it yeah. took us, all, like, 15 years to start talking to each other? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's wild. Like, we've
4: probably been running into each other at parties or something, but I'm trying. I'm going to say there was a Carolina con a couple years Was that the first time we actually just got to sit and chill? What was the first con we actually spent hanging out and was like, this person's awesome. I want to spend more time with this person. I want to
3: say, I think it was DerbyCon last year. Oh, that was, yeah, you know what? That's because I was rooming with Rance, and you were having Rance. We were hanging out and not doing anything bad. Of course not. <laughs> and no. there was wow, no, I- there was no issues with the hotel staff whatsoever? No. Oh, no never well, with,
4: with Rance and his respiratory uh, you know, cancer, there's no way anyone would smoke anything in the room. Right. Because that would be irresponsible. Out of your helpless. mind? How can you even
3: suggest that?
0: Right. Hey, what do you what do you say we actually get talking? Sure. No, okay. Sure. This guy. So I have I have some questions last night. This is yeah, the Johnny and Deviant yeah. Nostalgia sorry. Hour. <laughs> come on, know, go I'm, on. Like, I'm like you guys are like a bunch of old men bullshitting on a porch. Yeah, yeah.
4: Sorry, reminiscing about our dead friend that we love, but let's get into this tech stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my well, friends are
0: I'm dead sorry. too,
1: buddy. <laughs> go let's on. Moving
0: on. I feel dead. If it makes any difference. <laughs> um, do you feel that the red team or blue team is viewed as more glamorously? Oh,
4: come on.
3: Do you have pre-written questions? I do. That's, so That's why I
0: didn't come down last night.
4: <laughs> this is upping the production value. I think, I mean, I don't know if this is a gimme of a
3: question, but like... Can you repeat the question? Yeah.
4: You Red team or blue team, be... more sexy.
3: Yeah. Oh, more sexy? Uh, do you mean, more sexy. Do you mean... Oh, so from like a professional, like, uh, what do I want to do more? Sure, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. You're in the middle of that answer.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like part of our industry is the shit that... Oh, no one wants to be blue team. Like, all the talks about everything about break it and then, like, burn everything down and walk away. That's why, like, Bruce Potter and everyone, like, at ShmooCon, they started the Defend It track a year or two ago because they're like, look, everything's about breaking things and it can't always be breaking. But let's be honest, when you've got people at their first con and they, they meet somebody, they are invariably running up to a lot of red teamers being like, can I do what you do? Like, oh, and I think the real the real answer is the perception of the job of red teamer mm. is more sexy than the public per, what people perceive is the job of a blue teamer. I think that, that that's a good distinction.
0: Right. Man. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um,
1: to be I, fair, when you break into something, too, you guys probably get to jump up and down and wave your arms. Oh yeah. You when know, we fix something, it's just like, all right, well, now I got to fix something else. So mm-hmm. it's like there's no yeah. reason to jump. Yeah. My Plus, well. we
0: have really boring. Cars like, Lopsa and like, like I imagine true. actually the our
1: entire world. working environment, co-workers, mm-hmm. literally everything about our job is probably more boring.
3: Oh man, I, I as an ex-sec uh, ops engineer, mm-hmm. uh, and I loved that job, and they just, my company got bought out, and they wanted us all to move to Florida, and we were all like, no, no thanks. <laughs> I had a fun-ass team. We had a blast. Like, every on my team was cool as hell. We all bought motorcycles. And like, we were stereotypically badass at that point. They were Um, for work, work motorcycles. Right. Oh, well, like yeah, like our VP was legitimately frightened because we would do these like weekend long trips out in the middle of nowhere, and he's like, Alright, so you're all just on motorcycles? (laughs) Yeah, we'll be back Monday, don't worry. All right, but like I'm at risk of losing my entire SecOps team. Well yeah, but all of you get hit by a bus. Right. That's he was like, What happens when that bus mows you all down? Well, there's I mean there's a lot of it's documentation. Yeah. (laughs) It's on the the wiki. Just look at the wiki. (laughs) I put it I put everything in the wiki. You can run all appliances it's on the wiki don't worry about it
4: so you can have a lot of fun even as a blue teamer mm. but the idea of recognition like red team recognition comes from oh my god look at everything we broke and blue team recognition like the recognition is oh look nothing nothing happened you're not being noticed right that's right yeah you're not you're yeah. not being. in fact that's kind of funny the the girl I you met uh, sherry i dated her for her years like her company lmg they just steered into that whole mantra Because their marketing is brilliant. Their new marketing is LMG security. We make nothing happen. (laughs) That's their slogan. It's the old
3: IT trope of like, you're not doing anything because, or either, how is it? Either you're not doing anything because nothing's broken, and then because nothing's broken, they don't think you do anything. Yeah. Right. It's like, so you have a very quiet, you want it to be as quiet as possible around you. Yeah. If you're jumping up and down screaming.
4: (laughs) What, is your, biggest, popped, what yeah. is your biggest frustration uh, with that sort of cycle of recognition non-recognition as blue teamers?
0: I mean, most of it's just I say explaining to other people what we do that aren't mm-hmm. in the industry. Like you can say like, "Oh yeah, we we get companies pay us to test the security by breaking into their boxes." They're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Whatever, you know. Like, I've seen Mr. Robot, you know. <laughs> but like with us, it's like, uh, we get paid to stop the people who break in, you know. And they're like, yeah, who is breaking in? Like, why? Who? Just
3: show them picture. Here, him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> carry a picture. Be like, this guy. And they're like, yeah, oh, TV. him. <laughs> um, I'll just what? A picture do you, you have like wallet. like cool phrases you use to try and like get people to come around? Like when they're like, what do you do? And you, what's your like? My my go to. How do you pick up? St- Pick up a, a, par- a partner. <laughs> <laughs> we have to no, no, be gender no, no. neutral I, I now. Oh, right, uh, right, right, yeah. right, right. Um,
0: I generally just go by, I help keep the internet running. Mm-hmm. And that's like the simplest explanation okay. I can give. So I, I work. I
1: used ahead. to. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I work in HPC. So I just carry around literally a picture of the cluster and I'm just, look look at all these computers. Those are mine.
3: <laughs> yeah, I do that. This is me at work. Yeah.
1: I'd love to ask one thing. Now, mm-hmm.
4: people love to... Maybe this is true or false. Like, people say, oh, but breaches are getting worse all the time, and there's... More, the industry... Is this an actual true trend? Like, because people love to bitch. Like, our industry yeah. costs more every year, but we, uh, we lose more data every year. And I, think, to, I just think the industry's growing. Is that why it costs more? And think, our losses? I are really... I think losses. we're
0: just publicizing it more. Mm-hmm. Like, like, social media is just this growing monster mm-hmm. at this point, and I, I feel like it's just a notable that like, the, the rates of these things might not change, but the, the vocality of them, I yeah. guess? Yeah, like, you just hear about them more like that. Right, gotcha. I, it, are yeah. you
3: saying that it's more like how we currently live in the safest time ever in human history, mm-hmm. however we're hearing more and more about shootings than we ever have because we just have so much access to information. Exactly like that. And the
1: other thing is, you know, for a while, companies, if they wanted to run, you know, a web server or something else, they hosted that all in-house. But now we see people moving to the cloud. So you have one cloud-based company, and I, I just put that in air quotes, that gets a breach and all of a sudden you have 50 large companies affected that all ah, use that all same right. cloud service. That's
3: true. And so, like, the companies that are affected by a breach are not necessarily the ones who were breached per se.
1: Not personally, but they used a service or right. you know, they outsourced to somebody who was breached. Yeah. Gotcha.
3: I used to just tell... Uh, the phrase I used when I was blue taming was uh, I build uh, defensive networks to uh, defend against hackers. And mm-hmm. so, like, you still get to put the word hacker in yeah. there. You get defensive network, which is yeah. a very action sounding so they sexy it up it can be there sexy go, there you go yeah we'll make it make sound a little bit um, sexy and to, to counter that like on the red team side because yeah a lot of people think that, all, that everything we do is just smash and grab um, mm-hmm. it's a lot of barking up wrong trees uh, barking up right trees that end up mm-hmm. just not having anything on the other at, at the top of them um, it's a lot of waiting for scripts to finish and passwords to crack uh, mm-hmm. and then it's a lot of report writing yeah. It yeah. is just an insane amount of report writing.
0: I follow I follow a lot of Infosec like, on Twitter. I already follow both of you, um, but yeah, like you're <laughs> that guy. Thing, yeah, <laughs> I'm that guy. And
3: my follower. Um, <laughs> and
0: like, if there's one thing I see often, it's it's just the sheer amount of just. Boring ass paperwork that goes into it, and I'm I'm glad I don't need Who's to do them posting
3: like that. their boring ass paperwork. Not the actual paperwork. Are you doing? I that? see
4: bitching. <laughs> I see bitching about it a whole lot. Yeah, you know, so that's why I love physical. All like our reports are so image and video heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, yeah. yeah, very true.
3: Physical assessments are definitely like my favorite as mm. far as the report writing goes, for sure. Yeah. Mm. we just don't get a lot of them mm. at my company.
4: Okay. Do, you, do you wear like uh, pin cams or anything so you could just be documenting crazy stuff all the um, time? What
3: I do is I, wear, I usually wear shirts that have a breast pocket and I put my iPhone in the breast mm-hmm. pocket yeah. and the camera just pops out and it works great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, HD okay. video and then I just. I, I do that even. Um, uh, we'll do like Tiger Team style where I've got somebody back at base just like taking in all the data and feeding them and figuring out what to do. And I'll just. Like one of the first things I'll do when I get into an office is I'll make a big round with the camera on and then just up that video mm-hmm. and then he'll hit me up later and be like, I noticed this, this, and this. Check this out. Go look at that. Uh, and so while, you know, then I don't even have to... Be, like, he'll pick up things I missed while I was looking around and then I can go do one thing, you know, start rating printers mm-hmm. uh, and then he's reviewing all the video I sent saying, hey, uh, ignore this. That's going to be mm-hmm. dumb but go towards this. That looks like it's probably a wiring closet. You know, things like that. Nice. yeah Cool.
0: Okay. So, like, what... I gotta phrase this carefully, but... So, like, ultimately, like, we're we're supposed to be symbiotic, right? mm
3: mm-hmm. It yeah. may not always
0: be like that because of pressure put on our various teams and, and uh, you know, like, to a lot of system ends, you guys are just, like, there to fuck up their day. Or, or to you guys, we're just there because we're idiots and we don't know what we're doing, right? Um... What do
3: you think a, is like? Those are severe statements.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> These are like extremes, right? Like yeah. I'm not saying that everybody feels that way, but like it's it's that's the extreme ends of the scale, right? Yeah. Um. What do you think is the most common hurdle when you deal with with blue teams? Like, what what is the thing that bugs you the
3: most that in, you see so much? In what of? con? Oh, in in flaws that we find.
0: Yeah. Either security flaws or just like attitude flaws or whatever.
3: Exceptions. So I have. They, they're they're like, have this is a substantial per- answer to that.
4: Yeah, they're like, <laughs> well, yeah, we realize that's still running XP, uh, but you know, we have this completely. That shouldn't even have been in scope because we can't change that one. Because that would be too much reasons.
3: Right. I mean, yeah.
4: sometimes there is reasons. Literally, it's like, yeah. this is a flight navigation control for aircraft always in the sky that never land, and if we take it down, everyone dies.
3: <laughs> You're right. like, well, that sucks. That's reason. the architecture. And, and Yeah, and they'll write that off as an exception instead of remediating around it. Uh, cause go, okay, yeah, I understand that you totally can't swap this machine out or do anything to it in any way. Like, that's a thing that's probably in every large enterprise there's at least one of those somewhere is there a term for that we need a term for that computer oh man we need to invent like a colloquial yeah put that on the to-do list for this talk we'll figure that out i'm writing it i'm so happy i'm writing it um you can remediate around that you can say all right so there's this huge vulnerability in this box etc uh so just set up controls for who can access that box say all right uh only this IP address can get to that box and that IP address is just your jump box and then only mm-hmm. X person XYZ can even log into that jump box mm-hmm. and th- that's the one I recommend the most is just jump boxes Okay. Um, so then and then you just put something in between firewall wise mm-hmm. one way or another to make sure that c- if you're talking about something that's like what's well, running this service and that's vulnerable so we can't just have that out there sorry right, well say only this IP can connect so at least you're really narrowing down where you know your tax service sure. sure. um, yeah. Exceptions are a good one instead of remediation. Um, my big thing right now is uh, a complete, it, not just a lack of multi-factor authentication on externally or internet-facing services, mm-hmm. but a, a an active pushback against implementing it. And mm-hmm. that's what I see a lot when I'm you know presenting my reports. I go, hey, yeah, so here's this massive attack chain of how mm-hmm. I owned all your shit. Uh, note that it started with you not having at least two-factor authentication, and I brute forced X, Y, and Z, and that's how I got in. Right. Uh, everything's south of that in this attack chain. Would have been impossible and nullified if you just had multi-factor authentication. <gasps> and they'll push back, and I'll have CIOs. How do, CIOs? They, how do they even
2: push
0: back
3: against that? They go, we, we're, I'm not going to inconvenience my users. I have 3,000 end users. We're going to piss them all off by making them use these little key fobs, and I'm like, you don't have to do any of that anymore. Like They, they have the very old Kimberly. idea of what two-factor is. They all still think RSA tokens. But no, there's Right.
0: I actually have something related to that. I was gonna ask y'all, like, how viable in terms of like usability and value, yeah, do you see like very strengthening methods, like PGP disk encryption and shit like that, uh, stronger password policies? Like, our biggest hurdle right here isn't so much like we tend to want to implement those things, yeah, but we're under a policy because we're salary, right? Yeah, so we don't get to jump in, pop something and stop, right. and jump out. You know, we are, we are, we've got stuff we have to follow, and if we don't follow, we lose our job. And when the CEO has to go through more than like two steps to log into something, we lose our top. You know, yeah. And that's a that's a bad situation to be in because that's, that's how we get popped.
3: That's a situation we we as red teamers target often. Is we know the higher up you go in an organization, the more vulnerable that person's going to be yeah. due to things they put in place to make their life easier. Because mm-hmm. they go, you know, I don't, I'm above security, right? So exactly. I, you know, I get exceptions to all these things on my laptop. Uh, or I have an awesome security team, so I can use a shitty password for my mm-hmm. email account. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like then we have to make consistently. For the so. higher up I go in an org, the shittier their personal security is. Right.
0: Do you like? Do you find that usually your reports are, are pretty effective in combating that? Like, do they tend to? Um,
3: I don't know because we often don't see the results of that. Uh, yeah. It's it's rare that I'm presenting to c levels. Right. It okay. happens on occasion. But usually it's me presenting to a director or possibly a VP and then they relay the gist of it to the C levels. Mm-hmm. It's and rare that I'm face to face. And then and yeah, and yeah. then we'll get called in. Uh, for for the clients that are smart enough to do repeat pen tests, um, I'll often come back and you just pull up the old pen test and go, All right, let's see, mm-hmm. let me try all this again first. And you you get about at least a fifty percent success rate with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but part of it is just you know budget it, we we work on annual budgets usually so you go okay when do you want to do a major project like in, like in I don't know what that was installing MFA uh, in in your environment like that's a multi-million dollar project that wasn't right. slated for this year so I understand that's gonna have to wait till at least next year mm-hmm. and then it takes depending on the size of your environment it could take that entire year to be fully implemented right. so like right. sure. that that's a that's a big problem is just companies getting so big that they Lumber under their own weight. And yeah. A lot
4: of a lot of times, this shocks a lot of people who aren't red teamers. But if people think of a, a, a pen test as like a medical exam, where they're like, "I have this lump, and I don't really know what it is. Can we can we biopsy that? I need to know." A lot of times, when you're red teaming, the person in the company who hired you. They already know what's
3: fucked, Yes.
4: and they're not trying to learn about it, they're trying to cover their ass, because they now have a report from an outside validated third party that they can wave at someone and say, I told you this was wrong, you didn't believe me, I'm telling you again with documentation, if you get popped, it's not me getting fired. Yeah. It's literally on you, and it's, you're, you're giving them cover their ass armor. I would okay. say
3: that is the, the majority of my clients mm-hmm. is, is that situation. They go, I know this situation's is fucked. Uh, I need an unbiased third party to give me a report that I can give to my boss to say, hey, look, these guys also think that it's fucked. And this is their only job. Right. This is what they do So that I can day, justify yeah. buying these things. And, like, those are the real boring presentations because, like, they're not even excited that you popped a bunch of stuff. They're like, mm-hmm, okay, like, yeah, 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 we thought so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one? Oh, yeah. I know that one. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, they're more excited that they get to, like, go say I told you so to their right. boss than, like, the fact that you broke into anything. Right. Whereas, yeah. like, we, we like you said, like, we like the, the, we also like to say I told you so or, like, <laughs> jump up and down and yell. Uh, so, like, we like the ones where you, where you, like, do a smash and grab and you get away with all their financial data and get to walk into that room and be like, can you confirm for me that this is regulated data of this nature? Can you confirm right. for me that these are your financial records? And, uh, and then just when all their jaws drop and they're like, those are pretty great. Yeah, but those are few and far between. True. Got it. So,
0: you, last night, speaking of like buying shit, you actually mentioned that uh, there's like vendor targeting for red team versus blue team. I don't know if you remember that. Oh yeah, you no, know, that, that is a
3: rant I go on often. <laughs> well, um,
0: I, I mean, I thought it was interesting. Like, I'm more interested in how how we'd be able to fight that, other than just telling them, "Hey, fuck you." Like, <laughs> well,
3: they, so look look at the demographic that vendors target. They're not targeting you guys. They're not like right. targeting people who operate at our level. They're targeting the people with the buying power. Right. The, you know, your directors, your VPs, like your, your and depending on the cost of whatever they're selling, the who they're targeting higher up in your organization is, you know, changes. Right. Um And, and the, the whole red versus blue was invented by marketing companies mm. to, to create little uh... Objects that you can physically imagine in your head and create definite walls and say, this is blue, this is red. Uh, and when in fact, like, you can't, like, everyone should be purple. Like, red and blue shouldn't exist because you can't, mm. you can't be, you know, you can't set up defensive networks without understanding how the attack vectors work. Right. Like, you just can't. Right. You don't have to be, you know, doing, be doing the attacking. You should be, you know, playing with and practicing a lot of it um, you should be doing internal penetration testing. Like, every company's blue team should have rotating pen testing duty mm-hmm. internally. Mm-hmm. That should just be a thing. And then you hire in a third party to get a second set of eyes on something once a year. Or yeah, I was going to ask Once that. every that's, three years, depending on your I like that plan. I think um, that's really... I believe PCI PCI requires annual pen tests, and I think you only need to do a third party every three years. Mm-hmm. And I haven't read PCI in a while. And they may have changed. Yeah, I, um,
0: I, it did change like a year ago or something. Like, okay. Oh, yeah.
3: And so, like the the point is, like you can be doing these these pen tests internally. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I understand that. Like as a defensive guy, you're not going to be an awesome pen tester. Uh, but you're going to learn like what are like? you're pretty much probably going to be doing. A you're going to be doing an NMAP scan and iterating your environment, which is something no company does. I'm, we're regularly showing up and going, "Here's what your environment looks like," you know, and they're like, "That's not what we thought it looked like at all." Yeah. Like I found all these things you didn't mention in the SOW, yeah. and they're like, w- "What? Where are those? Can you? Do you have more information?" So like you're going to be doing that. You're going to be doing uh, likely, uh, hopefully vulnerability scans. Like at right. least hope that you're doing that within your enterprise Uh, and then like when you find the vulnerabilities like should you know start exploiting things and seeing what you can see from within there get like get a a greater view uh, of what's going on because um, the vulnerability scan is not going to turn up everything that's vulnerable in your environment for sure Um, and so like once you actually start you know doing these regular pen tests um, you you start to really understand because we're not just coming in and doing bomb scans and then I mean some companies are Um, yeah so They're watch not out for those. Hire, yeah. yeah, like you should be doing this internally, just as a means of being better at sure. at a your job, b your understanding your your company's network and what's out there and how things talk to each other. Like this is definitely something the blue team should be doing, and I don't see this. I know of one company in Michigan that is that is doing this with their blue team, uh, and it's going excellently for them. I highly recommend this, and at the same time, like. As a penetration tester, you would really suck if you didn't understand what defensive things you were up against. If you didn't understand like how endpoint protection works and how firewalls work and how IDSs work versus IPSs, what FireEye is Johnny, up to. Johnny, I just want to hack. <laughs> that well, I mean, what is hacking if not bypassing? I know. I know. I know. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's a it's learning how everything works ever.
0: I think um, <laughs> people were talking about it on Twitter. I'm all over Twitter. But I think people were talking about this exact thing on Twitter a little bit ago. And Leslie Garhart. she was, uh, she talked. One of my uh, best friends. Yeah, she's good people. Good. Absolutely. People. Um, she mentioned something about. Uh, she got asked like, ha- how that hack is there with air quotes, by mm-hmm. the way, because I hate using it like that too. Um, and she said like, yes, yeah, start by learning the OSI model. Like, start by learning the TCP stack and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, yeah. That like, just learn. happened
3: to me and her, and I had. A bunch of people talking about that on Twitter was that the same situation? Maybe. I mean, it does happen a this, lot, yeah, especially with that, like, more and more people ago. a thinking, you know, pen, red team sexy. Yeah. So you get all these kids coming out of high school, hanging out around college, going, "Hey, how did you learn to hack? Can you tell me how to hack?" Yeah. And then it's, you know, how do you answer that? And then you got to You start building up these things like, well, my my main thing is like you have to have like a super huge in depth. Understanding of how TCP/IP works, including yep. a lot of the applications built into it—your HTTP, your FTP, those sorts of things—that's like ninety percent of it, right? There. Yeah. I don't know about ninety. It's a—it it helps you with everything else because okay. you—you know—you have to—you have to understand how things talk to each other at a very low right. level because that's what you're fucking up. That's okay. what you're hitting. You're screwing with the way things talk to each other in order to get around certain situations.
0: Yeah, ninety seems high enough. Like yeah. I want to say like
3: maybe seventy to eighty, and yeah. then. It depends what you do too, like, and right?
0: Yeah. If like, hey, how you doing? Um,
3: and and I just did. I I was talking to at, at a security academy in my city mm. two days ago, uh, and you know you do the Q and A at the end. I was just doing a bit on like what hacking was like in the eighties and nineties when right. uh, when Deviant was only in his fifties, and that <laughs> and, uh, and was fun in the Q and the Q A at the end. And of course, okay. your audience being. Uh, Students and um, blue teamers, who because that, that was you know in an area of a dense corporate population, um, you know you get the that question that's effectively, how did you learn to hack and work? How can I learn to hack like you? And I was like, well, how I learned was this talk I just gave for the past hour and a half, where I was talking about hacking in the '80s and '90s. So I've been breaking into things for 20 years, pre Google. <laughs> oh my! God. And I talked about BBSs and text yeah. files and Anarchist Cookbook and uh and have I,
0: Jason Scott in here is this
3: What well, we've had him in here. We had him in here last year. Oh yeah. J- yeah. Jason Scott is I mean, two years ago? Uh 2 years ago, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jason Scott is a great interview. I love having him on the air. he's
0: he is a he's a card. Yeah. He is a, he is a, yeah, a ham, a, he is a ham. Well. and he's
3: doing some great work at uh, oh, archive.org yeah. and textfiles.com. Yeah. I mentioned him in my talk <laughs> at length. Yeah. yeah. He's a great dude. Um
4: one of here. the best presenters too, if you've ever just seen oh, him give yeah. a talk.
3: Yeah, that's why he's a great interview because he's yeah. just he knows how to present information yeah, in an he's, amazing way. He's a great, great person to just even interact with one on one. He's just yeah. fantastic. <laughs>
0: um, Where we have like four minutes left technically, and then I think the keynote starts. So I'm going to finish it out with this. So in one of our podcast episodes, in season zero, episode eight, we, we did this thing where we went to Twitter and we asked like, a whole bunch of like people, like, um, I a, like what, what's one thing you can tell system administrators or system engineers or something like that? And we actually have two quotes from you.
3: The first one, oh, geez. I, I really like Oh liked. man, this is a yeah. congressional <laughs> hearing? Can you confirm that you made the following statements? We're look. We're blue team. We do things by the book. If there's one thing we have, it's records. I didn't. I did not know people were reading my Twitter. Full disclosure. <laughs> I did not. No, know. No, that's all
0: right. The first one was actually pretty good. Make sure 20 percent of your time is spent doing,
3: you know, not admin engineering things. Well, that is a thing I said. Unrelated hobbies. yes. On, I think I said that on Leslie's blog. Is that where you pulled it from? Forums. No, this is right from Twitter. Oh, okay. This was at us. <laughs> he
1: <had> replied us. <laughs> the Just
3: second one, that. and yeah. and to Idiots. close this out, I was hoping
0: I could get clarification on this. You said buy one of those purses that explodes into nunchucks?
3: <laughs> uh, that was <laughs> I'm gonna bring Leslie up <laughs> for the third this. time. I need that this was product. <laughs> <laughs> that was you carry a purse around?
0: <laughs> oh, if it exploded into nunchucks,
4: yeah. you fucking died. I have a vague memory I have, I have of that. So I will
3: confirm that was a thing I said. Mm-hmm. It was in reference to I, I am almost positive something that Leslie Carhart had posted uh, and it was like a women's woman's self- defense thing or okay. it's like a purse and like uh, it transformed like transformers style like but like immediately into nunchucks like if you just like it's hold a real this thing. yeah you like hold this end of this handle and then that's the other one of the thing and you like snap it and it's like POW! nunchucks oh now I God. can fend off any attacker because I am fully trained in the use of this weaponry <laughs> I was searching <laughs> for that
0: and I could not find it because I was like there's no way that's a real thing it's got to be a real thing and then I was looking at it.
3: I'm going to tweet Leslie, and she probably ha- owns it by now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, Leslie is at least three black belts now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is yeah, and I always think it's funny, like, people carry weapons in self-defense and that they have no knowledge of how to use. Like, even a knife, like, yeah. a kn- like, a pocket knife, that's the easiest thing to disarm from someone and then use against them. Like, don't carry a weapon that, A, you have not been trained in and do not regularly practice in. Like all it's fucking de- clear and swipe. Can you- clear and swipe. <laughs> <laughs> Face that way. Yeah, Deviant is literally clear and swiping me while I'm trying to do a show. We have a whole
4: ops division. Like we're a for really
3: big knife. <laughs> One of the best quotes
4: ever though about it will end like on knife fighting, the best thing I ever learned in any knife class. And now, cool, there's a marker on the table too. A knife fight with a person—if they have a knife—it's like a toddler with a marker, and you want to get the marker away. Like you're gonna, you're gonna get marked.
3: Okay. It's gonna happen. Just resign okay.
4: yourself to that, and, then and try cool. to take it on the arm. And after
3: you've gotten marked a few times, you're not so scared of it anymore. Yeah, like it's just—just right. then just try to take it in unimportant places, yeah. like your wrists. I apparently <laughs> are fine. And then you're gonna be walking around yeah. with a big old marker on your arm. Yeah. You this is a life lesson. On. Yeah, and you can tell people what happened. Yeah. Clear and swipe. Um, Mics down, and we have. So, we should probably do that thing where we get the stream ready for Corey doctor who comes on yeah, in all right. one
2: minute. If you guys want to hang out while I get that set up, yeah,
3: we can hang out. Uh, in fact, I can bring it back around by by uh, saying, don't leave weapons on your network that can be used against you, because mm-hmm. every now and then I'll find a Cali box that somebody's That's got awesome. on their land.
0: Or even just like Netcat just lying somewhere, yeah.
3: Yeah, or just, yeah, um, uh, SCP or FTP programs on servers that Norm don't have them by default. Have that the I can. No business yet. Yeah, just don't leave things there that, you know, I understand you are using them for something, but that also means that whoever's walking around can pick them up and use them against you. Um, my, I, I regularly find Cali boxes on LANs. Uh, which is great because it means I hope that it means that someone was attempting to do some pen testing internally and otherwise, not that I found somebody else rooted, some like. unauthorized <laughs> pen testing going on um, but uh, yeah so that's I'm going to wrap it up there um, there's like I don't have any inherent hatred for sysadmins and blue teamers yeah, uh, especially as like you an old like I miss and yeah I, I will say like I, people think that I work the sexy job it has its sexy moments, but I really, really miss engineering. I really loved security engineering, the building things, the making stuff work, the yeah. constant tweaking and playing with to make it better. Like if you're an engineer at heart, like that's that's one of the coolest things you could do is security engineering. And I, I, I look forward to once I'm done learning from this to, to going back and doing some more engineering so I really do appreciate what you guys do personally thank you
0: yeah uh, we, couldn't, we couldn't do what we did without well, you guys so Well, we appreciate being here. this yeah. was fun for, for or better or for worse true true, true. Yeah. alright All right. thanks a lot guys yeah, cool. see you guys Fine. thanks All right. Yeah. Right
3: done. this is uh, Johnny Christmas signing out here we're going to get the uh, keynote streaming for you in just a minute so stand by while that gets set up
0: so that was Pope. We had a blast. So again, shout out to Johnny Christmas and Deviant Olam. Great guys. Great, great guys. Steven has some fantastic physical security stuff that he does. And Johnny Christmas, like, he, you just follow him on Twitter because he just is a wealth, a treasure trove of, of wisdom. So with that, let's, let's go right into the baddies. So, Peyton, you want to take this?
2: Sure. Absolutely. So the NSA website goes down amid hacking fears. Uh, An almost day-long outage of the NSA's website has raised further questions as to whether America's most secretive surveillance agency has itself been compromised. Days after a shadowy cyber group claimed to have obtained some of the NSA's most powerful hacking tools, the NSA.gov website went down late Monday, according to Politico, and was not restored until late Tuesday. A request for comment from Fox News was not immediately returned. The outage came after the posting of a cache of hacking tools purportedly by a group known as the Shadow Brokers to its Tumblr account over the weekend. The hackers were attempting to auction off some of the malware to the highest bidder. The page has been taken down. The files contained a series of tools for penetrating network gear, such as routers and firewalls, which has been a well-known tactic of Western intelligence agencies. The only plausible candidate for ownership besides the NSA is GCHQ, which is the UK Government Communications Headquarters and the implications of stealing top-secret data from GCHQ and modifying it to frame the NSA would themselves be startling. Experts are confident that the code produced by the shadow brokers is genuine and consists of NSA material. Talking they're the keys of the kingdom, one former NSA employee told the Washington Post. Uh, so then there's another article on it as well. Security experts say NSA-linked hacking effort was itself compromised. Files use unusual mathematical operation tied to a group that appears to support US interests in cyberspace. So evidence is mounting that the mysterious hacking group, claiming to have stolen data from a spying operation linked to the National Security Agency, is telling the truth. Security vendor Kaspersky Labs ZAO, which first identified the linked operation last year, said files released in the latest hack use an unusual mathematical approach and had seen that operations code. They dubbed the operation the Equation Group and set it up here to be supporting U.S. interests in cyberspace. The new files were released last weekend by hacking group calling itself the Shadow Brokers, and they have a bigger cache of files they're offering to sell. So pretty much the rest of this article is confirming that. Yeah. But Juniper that's... Networks was reached out to for comments and they didn't reply.
0: So I think well, that Cisco
2: is... confirmed. Sorry, <laughs> Cisco confirmed that Shadow Broker code took advantage of a bug in a software that wasn't publicly known along with a second bug that had patched in 2011. So that's why they're patching, because it looks like there was something found and released that nobody knew about.
0: So the importance of this, number one, is, oh my gosh, so many lulls. Mostly it's hilarious.
1: It's hilarious.
0: Listen. This is supposed to be the most security conscious group in the U.S. These are the guys who wrote SE Linux, you know. Not that I don't trust SC Linux, because I do. I I think, you know, it it was before they're they're kind of power-hungry, weird, you know, they they wrote it and released it before that old stuff that went down. But we should definitely keep in mind that this is supposed to be, like, the best of the best, quote-unquote, right?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, their security is supposed to be, you know, (laughs) top-notch.
0: Right, because they're the ones who are cracking everybody else's security. But FBI... If you're, if anybody from the FBI is listening, I highly doubt you are, but if you are, I want you to pay very close attention to this, because this is very important, okay? This is what happens when you get access to things you shouldn't have access to. This is what <laughs> happens. This is exactly what we mean by it is impossible to just write code that runs for the good guys. This is exactly what we mean. And with that, I, I think we've, we've summed up the entirety of the hilarity of that.
1: You know. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is just reading it, it's like I don't know how you don't laugh. And not only not not yeah. just is it funny, but I'm just like I kind of want to let my jaw drop and just stare and be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah, I know. So that's right. That's, I, mean, I mean, that's
2: that's oh Picard face palm worthy right there. You know, that's. And for those wondering, that's why down. we drink.
1: That is why yeah. we drink. That is. It's hard to do the baddie I'm without really sometimes.
0: Bad. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our baddie. Yeah. Um, also,
1: to be fair, it's kind of getting to the point where it's hard to be American without.
2: <laughs>
0: without what?
1: No. W- without drinking well, all the time. It's hard to
0: be an IT without drinking. I would say.
2: Yeah. Why are we bringing? I don't think this what? has
0: anything to do with nationality,
2: uh, dude. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know why you're bringing. I don't know There's why, so you're, bringing, I, I don't know why you're bringing that up, Jayton. I really <laughs> look at don't the current election understand. that's
1: happening. Look at the government okay, but, that we have. Okay,
2: but. But that's every election year. You know, no, is, this, sorry, yes. is this is this is
0: pol- this Politics administrivia?
1: Yes, it is now.
0: No, it's not. I'm not hijacked. A a subdomain
1: politics. <sighs> oh my god.
2: All in favor of removing J from the podcast. Please raise your hand in the air and say aye. Aye. <laughs> aye.
1: Hey, whatever. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> this will be my last episode. Everybody <sighs> have a good time.
2: Yeah, right, whatever, dude. Hey, Seriously, though, you have to understand, like, even when Bush was running against um, Dukakis, and I don't mean Bush Jr., I mean Bush Senior. Oh, shit. You're
0: going way back.
2: Yeah. You know, even then, people were like, oh, it's the end of the world. If Bush gets elected president, it's going to be more Reagan than what, I mean, whatever. You know, it's a president. He gets elected. He does what he needs to do. The next guy comes along, deals with the fallout of his presidency. Thus thinks the next guy comes along, deals with his fallout, Mm -hmm. you know? No president is absolutely perfect. Not even FDR or Roosevelt, or or not Roosevelt, but Lincoln. Not even FDR or Lincoln, or Washington even, was was perfect. Yeah.
0: They all had issues. On that note, did you see the thing about how Obama was alerted to the... For those who aren't aware, obviously Louisiana is like near and dear to my heart. They've got a a really big, wow, my southern accent's even starting to slip out a little bit. My heart.
2: (laughs) Near and dear to my heart. (laughs)
0: They've, they're undergoing like a really serious flood issue right now. Again, because, you know, Louisiana. But supposedly this one's even worse than Katrina, which just absolutely ravaged New Orleans. And when Bush, or not Bush, <laughs> when Obama was wow. told. Wow. All right, listen, you, don't start. When <laughs> Obama was, Bush, Obama was told, like, you know, while he was golfing about this serious issue that needs to be dealt with, he's like, all right, well, you know, and then just goes right back to golfing and i I think it's important that the Democrats realize like yeah your your candidates are just as terrible as the the conservatives and vice versa, you know, I think it's a big mistake to put any sort of significant hope in the political system, and i'll I'll leave it at that
2: well, I think the thing is and I've heard this a lot is that we're voting for the lesser of two evils mm-hmm. and and really, and I'm really not trying to be political here, yeah. I'm really not trying to show a side or have a, an opinion of some kind, what I'm trying to say is when we vote, it should not be the lesser of two evils. We should be voting for the absolute best person for the job, mm-hmm. not the worst person for the job. And I'm not saying that either one is the best or the worst, but you know, it should not be decided who the, the candidates are going to be a year before the DNC or the RNC is run. Mm-hmm. All I'll say on that regard. Yeah. To me, that means that as bypassing the American people and what they want. And this mm-hmm. nation was founded on the basis of by the people, for the people, of the people. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I, I think we can do so much better. And I think one of the reasons we're in this uh, situation we're in now with the current election is like it's really it's like drowning on one side and being set on fire on the other. You know, it's really not preferable. At all, it's preferable to just not have it happen at all. Uh, And I think this is how that happens: is because people like will will just say, "Oh, you need to vote for the lesser of two evils." No, no, no! Vote who's going to do a great job for the country. Get them elected. Fight to get them elected. So that's you know that's my stance on it, and I think that's the official stance of System of Disturbia, unless Jaython has something to say about it.
1: (laughs) I no longer have an opinion, for Uh, it always uh, gets uh. shot down.
0: Even when we ask him for an opinion, he's just like, no, oh, no. All right, well, whatever. <laughs> I just. What? Oh, no, I, you got I just, more.
2: No, I'm just going to comment on, on, his, no, we got on his statement there. You know, I'm going to just say, you know, when you make comments like that, it makes me not want to, like, care about what you have to say because. You don't care anyway. Yes, I do. Prove it. We, for
1: we, just we just asked.
2: I literally just you. Asked, you asked for said, your opinion. You said, meh, whatever. All right, well, you know,
1: go back a few <laughs> minutes, see when you were just telling me that I was wrong, et cetera, et cetera.
2: <laughs> That doesn't mean you're wrong about uh. everything.
0: It just means you're wrong about that particular thing. Don't take it so personally.
1: In your opinion, that doesn't mean I shouldn't be able to finish a sentence. I mean, what if the sentence saying? is blatantly It doesn't flawed. matter. It's,
2: I'm over it. I don't remember. Nope. Nope, what were you gonna say? I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you know what this reminds me of? What does this remind you of? Jathan is a girl, mm-hmm. and she's giving you grief because you're in a relationship with her. And it's one of those, Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> and you know, in reality, she's not fine. And Twer- she's saying the word fine means she's <laughs> not fine. And you've got to now bend over backwards to figure out what the fuck you did wrong. Why you did it wrong, and how you can fix it
0: to our female listeners i'm um, I'm sorry, but that does tend to happen. <laughs> just fucking say what's wrong, sure but yeah, yeah that's that's how things get so long well, and 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 well, to continue on that though, since I don't think jahan's jahan's in his little his little safe space, so I don't think he's gonna tell us <laughs> what's actually wrong, <laughs> but like to continue on that though, it's I think from their perspective, mm-hmm. it's more so. It's not that they want us to read their minds, but it's that they want to feel validated in what they say.
2: I can agree with that.
0: But the problem is we can't validate it unless we know. Because we're rational beings and and they're emotional beings. And yeah, speaking very generally, whatever, sure, I know. But generally speaking, statistically, they're more emotionally-centric beings and we're more cerebral-centric beings. That's just how we are. That's fine. I think that is one of the great things about this world, about this life. But...
2: By this fine country of ours?
0: No, 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 no. That's, that's humankind, you know. Bar, like, yeah. few, barring some few, very few, like, literally a handful of cultures, that's basically how almost every culture is. But, yeah. whatever. Jathan, are you sure you don't want to say anything? I'm good. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Even when I ask him. Whatever. This is you. I'm Brent.
1: I'm Jonathan and I'm Peyton There
4: Speak was around. a tiny Asian woman screaming in the street today And she was screaming at a person that she obviously hates She was so loud we heard the screaming with our windows all rolled up And we looked down at the street to see who she was screaming at